Well, friends, we've been on a journey of encounters with Jesus and we've been looking at a number of characters over these past weeks. Tonight, the character is Judas Iscariot. And when you think of Judas Iscariot, what's the first word that comes into your mind? Traitor or betrayal. So let's read about the story. We're going to begin in John chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. It was just before the Passover festival... Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. And we go a little bit later. I'm not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen, said Jesus. But this is to fulfill this passage of Scripture... He who shared my bread has turned against me. I am telling you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Very truly I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me. And whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. After he said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified, Very truly, I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. His disciples stared at one another, at a loss to know which of them he meant. One of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter motioned to this disciple and said, Ask him which one he means. Leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then, dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. So Jesus told him, what you were about to do, do quickly. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Since Judas had charge of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival or to give something to the poor. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out and it was night. And then we pick it up again in John 18, when Jesus is in the garden, the scene of his arrest. When he had finished praying, Jesus left with his disciples and crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side, there was a garden, and he and his disciples went into it. Now Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place because Jesus had often met there with his disciples. So Judas came to the garden, guarding, guiding a detachment of soldiers 
and some officials from the chief priests and the Pharisees. They were carrying torches, lanterns and weapons. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Wrong. This is all wrong. Those chief priests and Pharisees got it all wrong. He was supposed to lead our revolution, bring about our salvation from these heathen invaders. He was to be the spark, the catalyst. He was the man, the Messiah. We were ready. The people were ready. That angry crowd in the garden, Peter had his sword out in an instant. He cut off some man's ear, but he rebuked them. No more of this, he called, and the other disciples just listened. Our moment had finally arrived. A little blood, a little persuasion, and the crowds would have turned, followed him to a new world. But he stopped them, even healed that heathen's ear. Then he asked, am I leading a rebellion? Yes, I wanted to shout, yes, again and again, you've told us so. Now act on it. But instead he surrendered, and we, we twelve fled. How many times has he told us he has come to free us? How many? He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, he read in the synagogue. And then declared, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. But the Romans are still here. We're not free. He is the son of David. How often did he say he would rebuild his father's kingdom? Imagine our boundaries stretching out to those set by Solomon, our, free, our land free of outsiders. Once again, a promised land flowing with milk and honey. But again and again, he missed the moment. Not four days ago, he mounted a cult just as it was prophesied. He rode into the city just as it was prophesied. He came to them as their king just as it was prophesied. The crowds shouted to him, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David, Hosanna in the highest. They all knew the signs, they knew the scripture. Hosanna, they called, save us, save us. And the leaders, they knew it too. Teacher, rebuke your disciples, they called, terrified of the Roman wrath. But he knew where he stood. I tell you, he answered, if they keep quiet, even the very stones will cry out, yes, at last, yes, we're on the path to freedom. But then, once again, he faltered. We're on the path to the east gate of the temple, the gate that everyone knows the Messiah will come through. The crowds frenzied, urged him to act upon his claims and fulfill his prophecy. They deafened us with their shouts of, save us. But he rode past the east gate and kept going to the northern gate, a northern gate that had been defiled by sheep's dung and the smell of death. Only death comes from the northern gate. Only sacrifices pass through that door. Only meek lambs being led to slaughter. And tonight, we gathered for our Passover with our King, our Son of David, our Messiah. 
But he stripped, wrapped a towel around his waist and washed our feet? What sort of a king plays at being servant? What sort of saviour kneels before his disciples and washes the feet of them? Again and again, he missed the mark. And it was then, then, that I realised when I saw him grovelling before us that I, Judas, I must act. I, we, needed to know if he was the Messiah. If he refused to act, well then I would force the issue. I would spark the revolution and we would see if we had offered our faith foolishly. It was easy enough. The Jewish leaders were already looking for a way to take him down. We all knew that. A word in the right ear, a plan whispered discreetly, and they thought they'd eliminated a problem. While I, I knew that I'd started something bigger than any of us could imagine. And to think, to think those hypocritical fools paid 30 pieces of silver to start the revolution they so fear. The high priest, he was the first to fill our revolutionary fund. But it all went wrong. There is no revolt. He has been eliminated. Or will be soon. They have condemned him to die. Through my word, through my kiss, they have caught, tried, and condemned him. He knew, you know. He knew what I planned. I don't know how. I don't know when he found out. But at the supper, he told us all that one will betray him. Betray. It's a strong word. But I I thought then that he understood the assignment. After all, he handed me the bread, dipped in wine. He must have understood my plan. He must have. He must have understood it. And now, now he is condemned. You, you condemn. No, it was me. I condemn. Oh, almighty king in heaven, what have I done? He's just a man, an innocent man. And instead of rebellion, I have his blood on my hands. Instead of a Messiah, 30 silver pieces of silver. They're no use now. What good? Is a revolution without a leader. He can't save us from the grave. Oh, I have sinned. Betrayal, he called it. Yes, betrayal and blood for 30 silver pieces.
sobering, isn't it? Well, we've been having a few reflection, discussion questions in this series. Find a friendly person. If there's a person on their own, make your way towards them. These are just some sample ones. You can start anywhere you like. There's no competition. But what agenda did Judas have for Jesus? And how did that work out for him? What was Jesus' plan and purpose? When we seek to manipulate God for our own ends, what does that suggest about the relationship or the type of relationship? And what sort of relationship does Jesus bring us into with our Father in heaven? A few things for you to think about, talk about, explore with a friendly person near where you are.